welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate that. I uh, hope you check out the show notes this, this time around. I've got a link to my Spotify playlist for the month of December. And this time around, what I did was basically feature some of the best albums that uh, I thought came out in 2019. I th- we had a great year for music, and it was hard to sort of narrow it down. But um, some of them that caught my attention was uh, Foxygen. I don't know if you guys are into them, but they, uh, they put out a throwback to the 80s album, which isn't really a new thing in this day and age. There's a, a lot of folks doing that, but they really embrace the whole yacht rock side of it. And uh, it's, a, it's just a fun album to get into. And uh, on that same vein, Lizzo, really fun album. Uh, that was one of my favorites of this year. Billie Eilish is on there. This thing is all over the place. I mean, as you might imagine from some of my other playlists, um, it's hard for me to sort of hone in on a, a certain genre, if you will. Um, but uh, Billie Eilish is a really great album. Came out early, early this year. Almost forgot about it. it it's so great, and it's been around sort of the popular culture enough to where it almost feels older than a year old. Um, what else we got on there? Sam Fender. He's a new up-and-coming guy. Kind of sounds like uh, Bruce Springsteen meets the Killers, in my opinion. Maybe with a little bit of Jeff Buckley sprinkled in. But uh, he's he's really good. Young guy out of the UK. Uh, Wilco. Another awesome album. That album was so good, I had to put two songs from them on this playlist. Uh, the National, uh, of course, Tool, one of my favorites since their 13-year hiatus, I, uh, or 10-year, whatever it was. It was a long time since the last album, but I had to put uh, one of my favorite tracks on there. And um, who else we got? My buddy Dan. He, uh, he came out with a new album this year. He puts out one like every year, it seems like, or every other year. Either way, he's steady releasing albums and his genre is ambient guitar and uh this time around he calls his his uh his band the infinite calling or his moniker if you will and it really just transports you to a different place when i listen to it i like to listen to it when i'm on my way out into the woods once a week when i go do a long run in the trails and it's early in the morning and I'll put on the infinite calling and it just gets me in this headspace that just sort of takes me away. Uh, Highly recommend it. It's uh, the new album is called Mosaic Meditations. You can catch it on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much anywhere you you can check this album out. Something else I've been listening to a lot lately is somebody that Jimmy, one of my friend Jimmy, he uh, he sent me a link to it. It is uh, Abraham Hicks. And he sent me a video of Josh Holm. He's the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, apparently he's really into Abraham Hicks, which it's beyond crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, the last person... I'd expect to be talking about the law of attraction 
is the lead singer from Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> and just for point of reference, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, they're a rock band, and they're not exactly top 40, but they, they definitely have a following. And just for some backstory, for anybody not familiar with Abraham Hicks, that is an entity that a lady by the name of Esther Hicks channels, and she does these talks on the law of attraction. She's somewhat like Daryl Anka, who channels Bashar. I talked about him back in episode 43. Um, she's not quite as dramatic as Bashar. He sort of goes into this like trance state before he starts speaking as this alien Bashar. But what she does is much, much less uh, theatrical than what he does. Um, now, whether whether or not you believe that she's actually channeling is, is sort of beside the point, in my opinion, at least for me. Um, it's all about the content. I really don't care about, you know, what sort of way that people get to what they're talking about. I could see where it would maybe lose people if, uh, you know, this lady is talking about channeling an entity. You know, that might be a turnoff. But for me, I just... I'm just listening to what the actual content is and what she has to say. I mean, it blows my mind. <laughs> it's really, it's really life changing. Um, she is another teacher that says that we choose to manifest here in our current life situations. Sort of like a few episodes back, I talked about, you know, how we chose this. And one of her main, I'd say, lessons that she, that she likes to, to really drive home to people is that we need to just offer no resistance to what comes into our life. It kind of goes against some of the self-help motivational stuff that I've heard before because what she says is that you don't have to fix or improve anything. That really what you have to do is just get out of your own way. You know, instead of fixing things, she says you have to get ready to be ready. And I want to kind of explain that a little bit as best I can. Um, I know that for me, whenever I want to accomplish something, I feel like there's always a next step that I need to take. You know, no matter what the goal is, you know, if I'm starting out from here and I want to get there, there is an in-between step that I need to take, and it doesn't matter what endeavor that I'm looking to pursue or accomplish. There's always a next step, whether I want to be a multi-billionaire or if I want to, you know, live on a remote island. <laughs> like there's always one step in front of me that I, I should take that will get me to that goal. The thing is, I don't always see what that step is even though there is just one little step because, you know, each goal is basically accomplished by a million little steps. If I don't see what it is, it, it's sort of hard for me to get there. But what she kind of says is that you don't have to do anything. You just have to be open to being ready. So you have to get ready to be ready. I have to be accepting and open to what that next step is. And that doesn't always 
mean that I'm having to take action. In fact, a lot of time what she, her advice to some of her clients is just, well, it sounds like you need to take a nap and think about it and, you know, just stop, actually stop thinking about it and just take a nap and rest. And your subconscious mind will unfold that next step to you. You know, she talks a lot about selectively daydreaming, you know, to what, what it is that you want to be or accomplish or manifest. And that doesn't always mean, you know, brute force willpower either. And it, but it also doesn't mean just idly daydreaming. It means focused daydreaming on what you want, really tapping into your imagination. And what we have to do is step into a place of no resistance. And one thing that I really like about her teaching is that she tells people readily that you have to stop beating yourself up for having negative emotions because that's your human and that's just going to happen. And that even those negative emotions can catapult us into higher states of consciousness if we just sort of allow them to be, not act on them, but just sort of be at peace with them when they do arise because they're going to. It doesn't matter who you are or, you know, how well advanced you are in your journey or your path of self-development or spiritual enlightenment. You know, negative emotions occur. And before, I would get very frustrated with myself when I had those um, that... I shouldn't be having negative emotions. I, you know, I'm reading all these books and I'm listening to all these, you know, spiritual teachers that tell me, you know, that I shouldn't be having negative emotions and I'm meditating. Like, why is this happening? And it's a slippery slope because then you begin to feed it. You know, whenever you're resisting it, you're just feeding it more. And so just learning to accept it and offer no resistance, even when it's a negative thought, is, you know, really a practice in compassion for yourself. She has some very distinct steps that she has people take when it comes to manifesting. And step one is experience your contrast. So the first step in her process is the act of experiencing contrast. So contrast, according to Abraham, is any negative experience you encounter. You know, as you live your normal life, you always find things that you do not want or prefer. Or you have ideas about how your life could be better. You know, whether you express this desire as a complaint or a wish, it represents basically a natural expansion that you want, your desire for growth. And step one is automatic. It happens all the time. Everybody does this. It's in our everyday life. And a lot of times with me, it's even when I'm not aware of it, I'm doing step one constantly. <laughs> step two, source answers your request and creates your desire. So this second step is basically not even your responsibility. You know, whether you, whenever you have a new desire, the source energy out there, whether you call it God or uh, the universe or Gaia, whatever, 
um, it answers your request immediately when you have a desire. Abraham teaches us that there is this vortex of energy that holds basically everything that we could ever want or imagine. And simply by thinking of a goal or a wish, we create the equivalent manifestation of that goal in this vortex. And you don't need to do anything in order to have your desires fulfilled. They already are fulfilled immediately as soon as you think of them. Now, step three is where I've been tripped up in the past. This is when you align yourself with the vibration of your desire. So basically, once we get it into the vortex, our job then is simply to align with the energy of that desire. And this is the challenging part because to align yourself, you must prepare yourself. You must put yourself into a positive state of emotion. And in order to allow that desire to come into you, and there's really no effort or strain necessary. And this is where I was talking about where it kind of flies against what I've been taught about how you accomplish something. You know, I've always been taught you've got to work hard, get up early, you know, work harder than everybody else. Um, but the fact is, the more you struggle against what you don't want, the harder it is for you to achieve what you do want. So as we learn to relax and trust the process and just flow with the natural current of energy in life, you know, we will be led step by step to the manifestation of everything we want. And alignment simply means that you just enjoy the process and appreciate the state of not having what you want as much as you appreciate the desire itself. I guess it's learning to kind of be at peace with that contrast that she talks about in step one. Step four, maintain your alignment consistently. Uh, this is another one where I've completely face planted a few times. Um, <laughs> the first three steps by themselves are sufficient for you to manifest anything you desire. But steps four and five are about learning to live in a constant state of alignment in connection with source energy. And as we begin to experience this power of alignment and recognize synchronicity and how it will manifest your desires for you, the next step in your awareness is to begin to live more consistently from that state. And as you appreciate your desires more fully and then just basically relax into the process of alignment, you will find that you will begin to maintain your alignment more consistently. You'll begin to know quickly whether or not you step out of alignment. In other words, step four, you shift your priority to feeling good all the time. One of the things that she says a lot that I just love is that everything is always working out for me. <laughs> and even when things, you know, if you want to use the pejorative terms good or bad whether good or bad situations are happening her philosophy is that everything always works out for me it doesn't matter what you want to call it and step five is appreciate the contrast 
So this is the last step, and it is the recognition that even your negative experiences are in some way supporting your growth and development. And for most people, negative situations trigger negative emotions. But when you truly learn to master your energy, you can see that while you will always have new desires and occasionally uh, you will still have complaints about your current environment, you will see that even the negative aspects, you'll see them as a blessing, which can help you to point towards a more positive scenario. And basically, you just have to continue to live from that step five. <laughs> when you live in that complete state of trust with the universe, confident that you live in a benevolent world, that's when you start to embrace that, that everything always works out for you. I think that there's a few ways that you can stay in there. You know, number one is to get outside and just even if you're not into meditation, just to watch leaves blowing in the tree, just observing nature and just taking in all of the beauty around us. It's, uh, that's one way to stay connected to source energy is just taking a few minutes each day and just sitting there and just being in awe of everything that goes on around us. It's, uh, it's truly beautiful. Um, another way that, that I like to do it, and I, I'd be lying if I said I did it every day, but I, it's one of my goals I strive to is through meditation. I just try to open myself up early in the morning as soon as I get up, before I make the coffee, uh, sit there for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, sometimes on a good day, 20 minutes, and just observe the thoughts that are coming into my, into my mind and not getting attached to them and just coming into the world with, with meditation is a huge way to stay in this alignment. And also I think that physical exercise is another way to do it. Um, but just anything that sort of takes you out of the mundane rat race and connects you, whether that's being creative, whether it's helping people, being compassionate towards others. You find it, I mean, it's different for every person, but, you know, staying connected to that is one way of tapping into this source energy. I'm going to post up some of her videos in my show notes. Uh, you can find a lot of her material on YouTube. She's written several books that you can also check out. And as I said in the beginning of the show, make sure you check out my playlist. It is uh, the Coffee Buzz podcast on Spotify. You can find that and, uh, you know, browse the albums that I thought were notable from 2019. I hope you enjoy them. And as always, you can find me at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. I appreciate you for listening. Have a great week.